bruce willis was dead the whole time there were two killers luke that's your daddy the robot did it snake was a good guy he really wasn't cheating they was in purgatory the whole time what everybody dies verbal kent is kaiser so say they killed old yellow oh my god everybody in this tyler perry movie got aids spoiled movie reviews Hey, and welcome to another episode of Spoiled Movie Reviews on the Blackout Tips Premium Podcast Network. I'm your host, Rod, joined as always by my co-host, Karen. And we are ready to do a review for a movie you've either seen, don't ever plan on seeing, or just don't care about a spoiling because we spoiled the movie. And today's movie is Day Shift. It's on Netflix right now. You can go watch it. Uh uh we're gonna talk about what we like what we didn't like score from zero to five and then uh we'll talk about your comments on some of our uh reviews that we just recently did thank you for all the comments mm-hmm. we all know right. y'all out there woo, woo. obviously there's no trailers to discuss because we watched it in our crib mm-hmm. um and you know how we do we like to just watch it come on in the other room record and send it on out to y'all um so let's talk about this movie and keep in mind spoilers okay we're gonna definitely spoil it snoop dogg lives in in the end after the credits um (laughs) day shift uh a hard-working blue-collar dad who just wants to provide a good life for his quick-witted eight-year-old daughter his mundane san fernando valley pool cleaning job is actually a front for his real source of income hunting and killing vampires directed by jj perry uh starring jamie fox dave franco natasha liu bordizo megan good carla souza um and snoop dogg um all right let's get into what we like what we didn't like and then we'll score it karen give me something you liked about this movie something i really liked about this movie was the action i really enjoyed particularly the very very first fight was really really good um i enjoyed just the hand-to-hand combat and them just tearing everything up i really enjoyed a lot of the action in this movie it's kind of weird because the action in this movie reminded me of that music video turn up for what or turn down for what um uh-huh. because it was like a lot of like camera angles and slamming stuff around and then they really went hard on the flexibility of these vampires mm-hmm. like the thing that made these vampires throughout the movie so well in certain scenes like so like hard to kill was like they could like catch themselves with that foot while you tried to slam them and all that stuff so i i, I second your action and even will add a tag on that the two brothers that appear about halfway through the film that are only in like one scene which is unfortunate i feel like they should have been in the final fight but right their action scenes were so cool this movie reminds me of like when stunt guys finally get to be like they get a lower budget but they get to be like in the movie movie rather than just actors in the movie right uh rather than doubles for the actors who are in the movie correct 
it like that was the level of action and stunt play that was happening in that scene in that house it was so and over the top it's such a like quote-unquote cheap scene meaning meaning like it's in it's all takes place in one house it's very destructive the action is all over the place they use every angle every room every floor every like all the stuff you can do in a house to beat each other up and kill people they do it and it's a kinetic action scene and i really loved like i just wanted to co-sign the action for you uh for me too like it was so so much action um another positive for this movie um i really liked um 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 dave franco me i had him on the list yes i did stole the show actually he really did like he was funny um it, he uh play, his character actually has like a arc from like nerdy loser that gets bullied to like you know cool action vampire at the end so like yeah i, I really like dave franco i actually like in addition to the action not all but some of the special effects were actually good particularly i'm gonna give credit for that very first fight mm-hmm. because while they was fighting they did a real good job of using the mirrors and actually showing that you know the lore of if you're a vampire you actually don't have a reflection mm-hmm. and so i think it was really cool for them to show him fighting somebody and all you see was clothes when mm-hmm. they appeared in the mirror and so i appreciate like like the like almost like the extra detail sometimes for special effects that a lot of other movies a they would have never showed us them in the mirror right or either that was a cool yeah that was a cool special effect right because i didn't see that coming and i was like Mm. oh yeah you can't like that's the big thing about like if you normally see something like that it's in animation Mm -hmm. you rarely see anything like that live action so it's like it's not a big thing it's a small thing but i think that that kind of put it over the top in addition to the action i liked the for me i liked the comedy i thought it was pretty funny um especially the buddy cop stuff between uh jamie fox and uh dave franco uh when they once they team up i think the movie kind of like gets funny yes in a way that it's really not when it's just jamie fox because like for some reason they strapped that character with a very like almost kind of like i think they wanted it to be heartwarming but it was also kind of like weird in this it was like weirdly out of tune with this movie to be like you know this man is trying to keep his family together he can't make ends meet and then you know compared to the comedy and the uh, and, and lots of butt fart joke type gags <laughs> peeing your pants like lots of like lowbrow comedy i'm not saying it was some shakespeare like some high well, shakespeare's low level but i'm not saying it was, it was some high brow shit but right. like i actually still thought their interactions together even when it was just pee and poop jokes were still pretty damn funny um so yeah i actually thought that stuff was was funny yes uh and the thing is this i actually enjoyed the little bit of snoop dog we got we got mm-hmm. just enough for snoop dog anymore i think would have been actually too much of him mm-hmm. um so i actually do think as far as like he for for what he could offer we mm-hmm. got the right amount of him okay um another thing uh for me was um the <laughs> car chasing like was kinetic and over the top and crazy 
uh i guess that kind of goes with the action though i mean like they just had good action in this i don't know how much sense it made or how smart it was but i just want to double down on just like some of the moments like the car chase scene mm-hmm. um you know the final vampire like third act that kind of stuff in the in the abandoned like mall or whatever mm-hmm. that they somehow found a concrete partition to hide behind and on the second floor of a abandoned mall <laughs> so the bullets wouldn't hit them so because right. you know how people put those in abandoned malls all the time right um but but yeah i think uh oh i know what else i was gonna add for positives the music uh that actually has a pretty good good song selection mm-hmm. in this movie uh, i think if not if not all the bulk of them was west coast yeah like it was and hip very hip-hop mm-hmm. um and i'm not really sure what the like what made it's almost like they came up with the the surprised. soundtrack and then the 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 actual movie came second yes and it would not be surprising if snoop dogg had a lot to do with them deciding these songs and then it was okay let's we got a movie you know let's make the movie around around the songs they had california california love they had uh shimmy shimmy y'all old dirty bastard like just just these these uh body count is in the house or body count just these moments where it's like yeah it's definitely like very west coast and i think at some point snoop dogg was on the screen and his song was playing like they just didn't give a fuck no they did not with the soundtrack with the soundtrack you know i'm gonna like it on spotify i might have to go for check real, it out it was flames wouldn't it yeah uh anything else that's it for me all right that's it for my positives as well oh i you know i actually did have one more positive um the actress who played the the daughter zion broadnax was really good mm-hmm. um she like she in another family film or something that character would just melt your heart mm-hmm. unfortunately in this film it's just she's so out of place but it's not her fault and i want to definitely say that before we get into anything that we didn't like about the film because she yeah she definitely like killed her role um all right give me something you didn't like it was too long they probably yeah. they could have chopped about 15 to 20 minutes off of this mm-hmm. and it had actually been i try funny a much much better movie they could have tightened some things up and took and, and took a few scenes out and it, in my opinion would have been a much better movie uh could not agree more and i'm gonna go back on something that you said but um because i also think it was too long i actually think they could have took snoop dogg out um, I can see that. Like even replacing him with just like a regular actor, because Snoop Dogg is playing Snoop Dogg, and it's such a gag in this film mm-hmm. that to me it was like at that point everybody was just basically dressing up and playing costumes. And hey, look, special guest on Scooby Doo, Snoop Dogg, you know. And and then like <laughs> the way he shows up in the third act with the big ass Gatling gun and all that stuff like it it just i mean he might as well have, they should have just said he was snoop dogg in the film it, yes, it, that's how might, ridiculous he it might was. as well have been able to play himself and yeah. uh yeah don't even give him a name and uh uh i know i said we got a you know just the right amount yeah but also if i'm gonna put a negative on it too right because it was some bullshit that he lived i right. was like nigga we seen you blow yourself up how the fuck do you survive and, that and it felt like he only lived so he could say 
that line at the end with like that's the thing i hate about la yes. the damn vampires or something it's like, like that. everybody else was that was getting fucked up like 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 that would die yeah yeah like that shit didn't make no sense so yeah i'm with you on uh yeah 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 snoop dogg was my like uh-uh anything else yes um uh they wasted megan good's character yeah, she was yeah. uh they they basically frizzed her out she was a damsel in distress she was the mm-hmm. the, the 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 wife who's just you know just you need to get your shit right and yeah. and for me that completely turned me off it's, it's almost like they they almost didn't have anything you, they mm-hmm. actually literally could have written her written her out mm-hmm. and skipped the scene at the house and all that stuff and just had him and his daughter you know, yeah. not trying to funny and just kind of erase her out the thing and just say he's a single dad or something like that because her whole role was absolutely positively pointless in this movie to me. Yeah, and and like needlessly so, and you know, it, to piggyback on it, it add to this negative vibe with Jamie Foxx's character in general, which is this idea, just like bad dad that just can't get right, doesn't have the money to raise his kid is struggling his daughter like the broken family uh you know showing up late to pick up his daughter like and i know that we are not a monolith blah 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 but it is like a tired thing that they do to a lot of black characters um and what it made me think was oh this character was probably written for like a white dude or yes. something like this right and it because even his name in this movie made no sense is like uh bud jablonski which feels like they wrote this for a white guy and then i guess you know you don't have to deal with the stereotypes of a white character being a bad dad if anything is um you know it's it's like white maleness is unimpeachable by, by default so it's like it has no reflection but to me it just was also just a trope was tired it's like and it made his character a drag and when i see jamie fox starring or something i normally am thinking like oh we're gonna get some jokes especially in the action comedy like yes. uh, like this is like i thought he w- it was gonna be more free-flowing as far because you know he's great comedically yeah so it's like this nigga's won oscars and all this shit and y'all basically wasted his talent yeah they just didn't use there wasn't a lot of fun in that stuff like it was there were some cute moments between him and the daughter but it just wasn't he wasn't funny in a lot of scenes because his character was you know kind of in a bad situation and there wasn't a lot you know to laugh at about it um another thing for me speaking of the daughter they might as well not even had her in the movie because like some of these decisions like like the movie was trying to paint this like sometimes the movie was trying to paint this like real like uh backstory to this whole world and i was interested in that to be honest like mm-hmm. oh there's a there's vampire killers all over the world they kill them in broad daylight or 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 nighttime but they get paid by taking the fangs and there's like a bar there's a wage system to that and there's a union and there you know so i was actually into a lot of that stuff and jamie fox's character being the maverick wild card that you know like in a lot of impossible white men films it's like you know you gotta stay on the you know what are you doing you're messing up you're loose cannon you know whatever except this nigga really took his daughter on a chase scene with guns and shooting vampires and and all kinds of shit in broad daylight while she had like headphones on and it's never really addressed in the rest of the film the daughter like gets kidnapped at some point it's just like 
for them to be like so concerned with like keeping this family together and this fan like making this family heartwarming like reunion supposed to be part of it and megan good's character is it's like she might as well have been a a complete idiot because like mm-hmm. at the end she was like well all you had to do is tell me the truth and it was like nigga if you just found out vampires exist your husband's a vampire killer and your daughter got kidnapped and you got kidnapped because of it you wouldn't just be like well we're definitely staying in la thank you husband we're gonna be a family now so that that shit was just like the laziest most ridiculous writing and it wasn't played for jokes at all they were 100 percent serious and i thought that really hurt the film and uh some another thing for me mm-hmm. and i know this might sound weird but the vampire killing you know mm-hmm. because when i think of vampires i think of certain things and yeah. a lot of times we didn't really see them bite necks we mm. did we didn't see a, 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 a lot of the things i associate with vampires a lot of the vampire stuff was nonsensical like like they had their rules right you know cut out their heads with silver uh stab them in the heart and then for the super bad guys you gotta stab them in the heart first and then cut their heads off with silver um that's fine you you know the vampire rules you know and then in this world apparently the crosses and the bullets and the holy water don't really kill them um the thing that was nonsensical to me was when they turn what makes them evil and what makes them good because they had two vampires that were just good mm-hmm. dave franco turned into a vampire was immediately just a good guy like he like he i think he seemed like he was gonna bite jamie fox and then he was like oh uh, my bad and then just boom he was good from that point on mm-hmm. and then um natasha leah bordizzo um she was just like a good vampire when they ran up on her like so i don't know what makes one good and one evil so like yeah i'm with you the vampire rules in this world they didn't really take time to develop and i would have liked to know like oh if this had you maybe you got 24 hours and then you turn evil or, you know right. unless i missed it right no no and, and we kind of uh, uh, uh are, are extending my thing mm-hmm. we they did and and i'm gonna kind of do a two for one here they did a bad job as far as background yeah. they didn't give us enough background on the vampires like they didn't mm-hmm. set nothing up they didn't give us enough background on the agency Mm-hmm. and they didn't give us enough background on the character to play jamie it's like mm-hmm. we literally jumped in their world right which would have been different if this would have been a part two but this mm-hmm. is a part one so you have to set the rules you have to set the boundaries even if you did a a, a three to five minute montage yeah to, to kind yes, of that would have been so good if but like this if you had did a montage to show us all the fuck ups jamie had yes. been doing when he was when the chief or whoever was listing them off they should have shown us yes like you did this and then they could have made it funny too like you know oh you did this and, he, and he's like acting like it's not a big deal and then they show a flashback and he's blowing up something in broad daylight mm-hmm. or he's you know not calling for help and it's 50 vampires around or something but yeah, yeah i agree with you 100 percent. yeah and like i said we didn't know enough about him we didn't know enough about the lure of the agency like like what are the rules of the agency why was it why were these rules important like like okay he's he's in the 
the group he's not in the group like there was a lot of things missing here and i think like you said take snoop dogg out take a lot of these things out and give us some background to actually make me care more about the 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 things that are happening make me understand the vampires like i said what makes them good what makes them bad what makes them turn how quick do they turn like all these questions were unanswered i agree um for me the the last bad thing i really have uh is the villain uh carla souza uh was the, the 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 actress who played the villain who was uh audrey sanfernado mm-hmm. and I, I i know her from um how to get away with murder but um just as a villain she was just kind of boring and she was not scary there was no real presence to her Mm-mm. um and didn't fear her yeah and they they tried to do what they could with like she's a real estate person by day but she's secretly a vampire that's taking over the whole you know block or whatever but she really doesn't i don't know she like to me she just didn't have that kind of presence that made her this formidable foe that when it's like okay she'll she'll fucking kill his his family she'll do this that and the other like you know she just felt like i also ran so that was my last thing agreed and it's also one of the things where if you wanted me to fear her show her fucking people up show people crossing her and and, well she uh, fucked up the dude that sold vampire teeth and then she fucked up that original vampire that they buried in concrete but like i said i just didn't find her to be that scary um the way they wrote the character the archetype archetype i think was supposed to be like oh you never suspect someone like this to be a villain you know but to me you kind of knew she was yeah i mean you but uh, yeah like there's no subterfuge you know from frame one Mm -hmm. she's the bad guy but yeah i I just didn't i don't know i just didn't find it that her to be that compelling a villain yeah and i think her presence like you mm-hmm. if you'd have had somebody with their presence would have been differently you'd be like oh shit here they come or and- if they just would have written it so that she tricked you like maybe you didn't think she you right. couldn't see the connections until the third act and then it's like oh she been the villain the whole time but they told you the first time you saw her right and like you said it, it took a, it took away the fact that you've seen it from the beginning and also i think uh with her character to try to quote-unquote cover up she was a badass all they did was give a super speed but that's not gonna cover up the fact that you didn't actually justify her being this badass or yeah. you couldn't feel it yeah um i think the uh next one they might should even had a scene where she took out them two brothers or something yes and, and you're like oh those dudes are badasses and they got killed by her so fast that it makes you think like oh man jamie fox is in trouble but i don't know uh, what else are you gonna say uh another thing i think that they uh wasted uh the dude to play klaus oliver uh musk uh, uh how you pronounce his name masaki masaki uh because he normally i've seen him in movies before and mm. he normally plays like a bad guy and i'm like okay this dude is a bad guy but basically all he did was it's like okay mm. and you know he fought some people kind of at the end uh, you know but it was like if he's supposed to be the second in command and he follows her around everywhere to kind of be her bodyguard mm-hmm. like I, I i i wish i would have seen more from him for the build up for the fight for what they had to fight you'd be like oh shit it's on but i didn't feel that so to me they is i feel like they wasted this particular character i hear you anything else yes uh uh who was it uh 
Natasha Heather. I feel like mm-hmm. she was a wasted character too. We actually didn't need her. Yeah, she and she had like pointless. cool. She had like some really cool like fights mm-hmm. and stuff. Like she's like she like she was a really cool character in that way. But in this movie, she just didn't make no sense. She mm-hmm. didn't really have any. um yeah there was real no connection to the plot in, in any way that mattered it's like she just showed up halfway through the film and it was like cool another person that could do crazy action yes and something else i did not like i did not like the dude that played jamie fox's boss mm. uh i don't know what it was but he didn't feel scary he didn't feel terrifying like and i know the character's just supposed to be a pain in the yeah. ass but he just did not sell it to me yeah. he was just a dude with a mullet and i was like i guess yeah it was a very weird wig hair choice but okay right and it yeah. kind of took me out cause I, I think that was supposed to be like the funny part about him but mm-hmm. that part didn't that was that like they didn't make him enough of a like fool or foil um yeah. it, like like in you know like classic police chiefs in these type of you know loose cannon impossible white man movies you normally have like you know a black angry man that, that's tired of all your shit or you know um in the other guys uh michael keaton was great so you, yeah they, he wasn't great Mm-mm. anything else uh, i think that's it for me all right cool what would you rate it from zero to five i would give this a two and a half two and a half yeah i think i would give this a two um as an impossible white man film maybe you bump it up to like a three because it's definitely some great action it's mm-hmm. you know the plot is nothing we haven't seen before it's the you know family fridged in a box and he got to go save them but the action does save the day and i i really can't hint hit at that enough it's just like yeah you know what yeah uh the action if you're in the impossible white man movies i think moves it up to three Mm -hmm. if you're not i just don't i think it's a two it's not a strong script uh some of the 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 stuff with snoop dogg and shit might as well just be literally looking in the camera saying i'm snoop dogg yes yes Um, and and also uh something else i forgot at the very beginning they didn't even really set up what he does he's just a pool person all of a sudden he pulls out these guns i mean it's kind of cool but it was one of the things was like the fuck is happening in this movie it's like no explanation no setup well that that part doesn't bother me at all because he didn't go to the station like we found out he's a vampire hunter and all he does like that that they were playing that at the beginning for us to be like okay what is this i can't believe you know if anything the promo for the movie and the trailer kind of messed it up a little bit it's almost like you're better off going in completely not knowing right and then he would be shocked like oh shit he's not a pool player man but yeah you know i don't think that was a bad necessarily a bad thing i'm with you um but yeah I, i i would give it a two um all right let's talk about comments we got a few um 405 bullet train we got two comments um well no one new comment ronan Raphael says hello rod and karen i must have dozed off while scrolling on ig only to come to the menu trailer on my screen i at first thought this was a commercial for a restaurant before realizing it was a movie and laughing my way to yeah no i may check out on streaming though yeah i just feel like that that trope has been done to death mm-hmm like we have just seen that a lot the you know uh, we're gonna go hunt the most dangerous man game man like okay i guess pray 
oh go ahead i'm sorry no i'm like you i'm like i guess unless you're gonna do something extraordinarily or over the top most like you said most of it is something that people have seen before mm-hmm. pray uh 406 uh sean says after finally catching this on hulu i watched the 2021 movie pray on netflix not the same i really enjoyed your review also thanks for the shout out to one of the best and definitely most underrated super tv superhero tv series of the past few decades legion when i saw mid thunder i had to pause for a second to catch my breath her impossible white man prowess was made clear in legion but this was definitely a huge stage for her to highlight her abilities also i don't remember you mentioning it but what were your thoughts on them making callbacks to predator one if it bleeds we could kill it and the slash across the chest and the predator two Raphael adelini 715 pistol which basically ignored predators and the predator while retconning alien v predator out of existence um to be honest i didn't really like i i caught those things but i wasn't like so like oh my god like those easter eggs were just like oh yeah cool you know like they've done so many predator movies at this point um when they do like a callback or some crossover to like another predator i'm like you know that's cool i kind of expected at this point it's almost like when you see a terminator sequel and you know they do the come with me if you want to live or whatever and you're Mm -hmm. like yeah Mm -hmm. of course they're gonna do that so i'll be back yeah Yeah. exactly so uh but nah it was just a great movie so if anything i love that the movie didn't rely on the easter eggs it was just good and if you caught them you caught them but it wasn't like it didn't take away from the movie like there 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 were people who probably seen this and have not seen a predator movie and you can enjoy it just as much as if you would have seen them all the easter eggs are a bonus Mm -hmm. but it was like if you seen this you'd be like oh okay i like this and it's a great intro where you'd be like you know what let me go watch these other predator movies yeah unlike some of the other term other predator sequels and the other terminate sequels and stuff you actually don't need to watch the first one to get this Mm-mm. um sailor agnes says dutch old sweaty ass mike harrigan royce and whatever the fuck boyd holbrook played in shane's Bla- shane black's titty- shitty predator film you niggas don't want none of naru or tybee i think that's how you say it tybee died with more valor than carl weathers and weathers died with some damn honor to that predator in the og film i want more predator movies in other settings time travel i don't care do characters shake off bear traps by doing uh, the equivalent of putting some touching on open wounds yep did i let it slide hell yeah i did yeah goddamn right at first i was enjoying this yet i was waiting for the movie to actually go hard on the violence at 50 minutes patience is a virtue like merrick garland the cast rules the action rules <laughs> i really dig the overall design of this predator the cg didn't bother me one bit not everything could be 100 percent practical or tom cruise great yeah i saw somebody being like they shouldn't have cg the bear or some shit and i'm like nigga there's no way not to cg a predator fighting a bear so fucking like predator's not real and neither and you can't just fucking grab a bear and throw it around no you can't that bear fuck everybody up like what the fuck people weird amber mid thunder was a problem in here her performance was like something that reinvented acting but did action very well already my favorite predator protagonist it also showed that white people were shitty people like real fucking life skin and buffalo and messing with native americans is important to the movie and just history in general really need to see this film again and awesome time 
and lastly ronan Raphael says this is my type of impossible white man movie loved it although i did wonder how strong their medicine was that there's no limping at the bear trap yeah her and the dog uh now i know uh who who i'll be in connect with when i watch my miracle launch my miracle ministry back to the movie <laughs> this is the second movie that i've seen this year where the protagonist finds a lot of strength in being underestimated i even began to question her at the beginning too i had a great time and now go on a quest to seek a comanche friend that's good with the it is just a period here so it must be a word missing thanks for mentioning that there's an option to watch the whole movie in comanche i would have done that if i had been aware of rewatching it that next time yep thank you lastly Lightyear. we got two comments sandler agony says never understood the performative dislike for this film is it as good as all four toy story films no does it matter who should have voiced the character i mean if disney wanted chris evans to voice over buzz Lightyear, what the fuck does it matter if we're being honest especially if the concept is exploring the actual man who is responsible for the toy is based on yeah i like that it's canon now that chris evans uh bootleg version is uh tim the tube and taylor like let's go that that feels like real life like Mm -hmm. oh we can't get chris evans who we gonna get the dude you know it's like when you watch ghostbusters and it's like they're not getting bill murray to do ghostbusters the cartoon Mm -mm. uh it had a pretty rough box uh came out against heavy competition and was gone for theaters in mere weeks i really did like it though i think having the character toy toy story spinoffs is a clever idea to keep the series flowing creatively honestly we'll see what pixar and disney does but i think either you do a light year or two and it becomes its own franchise i don't think you do like a woody or you know what i'm saying like i don't think you do the other characters Mm-mm. uh because them because because basically buzz was like the main character you have yeah. woody you know but buzz was like the one who actually stole the show yeah and so it makes sense the basic because he was a tv show and yeah. all that type of stuff but yeah i'm like you i don't think you go down the rabbit that rabbit hole yeah like you know maybe they do a yeah that's the other thing i think woody might have been from a tv show not a movie but either either way like mm-hmm. yeah I, I don't you know anyway evan sounds like a pro voice and buzz kiki palmer's izzy hawthorne is a lot of fun too visually stout like most fi- pixar fi- pictures uh ventures Fo- socks the cat was a delight zorg the zorg angle took me by surprise with it being an older buzz but i didn't think much of it after a while film did seem better on disney plus than for theaters Mm-hmm. i saw it back in theaters in june and had a good time also it somewhat exceeded my expectations so yeah i fucks with it yeah and i think there's just honestly man there's like a big um contingent honestly like no offense because you know jl coven probably never hear this but even if he does there's like to me this thing where like people are so angry about pixar films and spinoffs and shit that it's like they kind of becoming a parody of themselves and it's mm-hmm. kind of sounding like those uh gamergate type dudes and yes. shit at this point where it's like as the films get more diverse and and the universes expand and i mean it was always about making money i don't know why people in their minds have made this idea that pixar was a company that was like we're not trying to make money we just happen to make money like they were trying to put out movies that will make a lot of money uh they sold their shit to disney to make money um that's the goal you know it's, uh, you know it's like um 
yeah it's capitalism but i think it's just they're becoming so precious about these films and i'm like you look around you just want to be like you're y'all are grown like it's just like it's okay y'all you're you're an adult pixar films aren't supposed to mean this much to you as a as an adult enjoy them or don't watch them or don't but it's not supposed to be like a 30 minute dissertation or 17 you know thread uh tweet thread on twitter every time they drop something it's really not that serious Mm -mm. you know what i mean and a lot of and because they're mostly just movies that are for kids and by proxy adults like them and adults give themselves permission to cry and shit in these films because of that um they have this weird connection to these films that it's like they're angry when the films are just existing on just a level for the kids or when um it doesn't give them like the the 10 out of 10 feeling every time or something i'm just like well that that's the obsession with that and the anger about it is just something i can't really relate to me too you know and and i and i love nerd shit i love i love marvel movies but there's times i walk out and it's like a seven out of ten and okay that's gonna happen when you make 30 movies or whatever like there some of them are gonna resonate with me less than others and that's okay that's part of the process um yeah i i don't know man it's i just can't connect to the anger about it and the like protection of these films it's like i don't because it's not like people are making these arguments like light is the best film pixar's ever done they're just people are like oh y'all liked it and motherfuckers are like how dare you and yeah it's just i don't know it's not that serious Mm-mm. ronan Raphael says was there more than one stinger string one stringer it's stinger is there more than one stinger in this movie thanks for teaching me that word right uh i don't know if y'all seen socks meow song on youtube it's a good laugh mix i wish i could get a real life socks but i've seen too many killer robots so i love this one i'm with karen on the relationship some of my coolest friends while in the service were women especially women of color so it's dope to see that because they don't always get their doing the limelight or limelight Mm-mm. I did not honestly recall the original Zerg story, so I'll go with this, although I did feel flat as I wasn't really vested in in the villain. Yeah, I think they, if there is a, a critique of the film that I forgot to bring up is, I mean, I you know, I did say the thing about the villain, but it, they could have spent a little more time with the villain and given us more of a like, who is this guy? What is he going to do? It's kind of like you spend about, for every, it's like they would, they would, they would cut to the villain for like a minute and be like i'm getting in a ship i'm gonna and it's like you think he's a robot or something he's like i'm getting in the ship i thought it was a robot yeah and i so they could have given us a little bit more of the menacing stuff because like they don't even break the shield and break into the the city or whatever which could have been another dope moment of oh this this is a villain they got to take care of this guy you know anyway um i just enjoyed the rest of the story of characters i'm gonna sign up for that space ranger program and look my age for 100 plus years <laughs> uh yeah man so that's it for the comments thank you everybody Yay! that left comments thank you we appreciate y'all mm-hmm. and uh we'll be back with another review soon we will. so until then y'all uh be easy peace peace